You're listening to Agency Highway. This is a podcast for agencies that want to grow their business and work less. Agency Highway is sponsored by Content Snare, a platform that helps digital agencies gather content from clients without digging through a storm of emails, huge attachments, and messy Google Docs. Sign up at contentsnare.com and use the chat widget to say you heard about Content Snare on Agency Highway, and you'll get a 30-day trial instead of the typical 14. Now, here's this week's episode. G'day and welcome back to another episode of Agency Highway. Today, I have no guest. It's just me blabbering on about some stuff. Uh, you By now, uh, you probably know that I'm a really big fan of automation. So I thought what I would like to do this week is basically just run over a few creative ideas for uh, using automation automation in your digital agency. Uh, Maybe some stuff that you might not have thought about automating, maybe just to get your mind going about what is possible um, because, you know, automation means that you get to work less hours and who doesn't want that, right? Over the years, I've spent quite a lot of time (laughs) building automations for different parts of our business and it kind of adds up over time. It it adds together and eventually you find that there's all this stuff being done without your input. I mean, even if it's only a few minutes here and there that it's saving you, uh, if it takes, let's say, an hour to set up and uh, it saves you five minutes a week, it's only going to be, I don't know how many, I I can't do math, it's going to be 12 weeks until that automation is essentially breaking even in air quotes. Uh, And and then all those lots of five minutes from that point onwards are uh, free time that you're getting back, right? And it doesn't sound like much, but when you've got lots of these little five minute things or maybe some 10 minute things added together, uh, it it adds up to a lot of time saved. So this is why I'm such a big fan of automation. Um, But yeah, let's, let's dig into a few of my favorite examples of how you can use marketing automation in your agency. So one of the first ones is client onboarding. And, and I like this because in the beginning stages of a project, there's a lot of stuff you have to communicate with clients. And I mean, this, this comes into a lot of different places in the process. It might be on your website itself. You might have a, you know, our process page or something that you're using your sales material even to show why you're so awesome. I don't know. But it also might be reiterated in your proposals, uh, all this kind of stuff. I mean, they should have a fairly good idea of how your process works even before they've signed signed off on a quote and paid. But uh, as you know, people tend to skip over things and forget things. So I I think you have to reiterate a lot of things. And and this is one of the ways to do that. So you could fire off an email sequence immediately after they sign their proposal or maybe after they've paid their uh, quote or paid their initial deposit. You could fire off an email that sends them something about uh, what the next step in the process is, uh, like uh, process, uh, sorry, um, the project process and timelines, what information you'll need from them and when. And these could be in separate emails that come a few days after another. And it it kind of gives uh, clients the feeling that you are constantly in communication with them. And, And given that this is a really big sore point for a lot of people. Like one of the biggest complaints I've heard about web designers is that uh, they're just not fast enough at responding to emails or the communication is not there. It's lacking. So having 
emails go out uh, that are giving clients peace of mind in a way can be really uh, helpful. So uh, yeah, you might just follow through parts of your process and tell them what you need from them and when. You might even decide to include some video in these emails. So that can add another level, like a personal level, uh, personal touch, I mean, to to these emails when a client opens an email, clicks a link and sees your uh, mug talking to them. Uh, that can really make them feel special in a way. So... And, and obviously a video, uh, an image means a thousand words and a video is what, 30 images per second uh, on average. So that's a lot of words uh, you can convey in a video. Uh, so this this is a big thing. Like I mean, Video is becoming more and more important. Uh, so I'm a big fan of including video in, in uh, emails like this. And obviously Loom, if you haven't heard of it already, Loom is an amazing tool for creating videos that you can just send to clients. It's worth mentioning that you don't necessarily have to personalize these videos to their business. Like what I'm talking about here is an automated series of emails that goes out to most, if not all of your clients uh, that has you speaking on camera. So um, if you want to send individual personal videos to clients, um, I'm going to get into that a little bit further on in this uh, episode. Um, moving on to number two, one of the, one of my favorite things to automate is education, um, and just having some automated communication going with your clients. It kind of, uh, follows on from what I was just talking about with, uh, having emails go out just to make it seem like you're communicating a bit more to put your client's mind at ease. Uh, but Oh yeah, so clients can get pretty anxious without regular communications, like I said. So you can basically have, if, like, if you've got a standard process that of web designs or whatever kind of project they have going on, like a logo design or whatever, uh, and you've got a standard process for that that spans, you know, two or three weeks, you might have those first couple of weeks full of a few emails that go out just sort of saying what you and your team are working on, uh, you know, in an ideal world, uh, I, I wouldn't advocate sending these out and not actually doing any work, but let's, if you've got this down to a process and, you know, by day five, you're normally working on something, just put that in an email and it can go out automatically, uh, without you having to worry about it. And another one, uh, in, during this stage I find is that's really good to send out is sending out like, uh, educational, material for your clients. So this might have to do with marketing, for example. So if you're building a website uh, and you know, you've probably in your proposal, uh, I think it's really good to say things like uh, that marketing isn't included if you're just building a website, for example, uh, to, to avoid those questions like, uh, why isn't my page ranking uh, on page one for plumber? Uh, three days after you launch. Uh, so you can actually start seeding those ideas. Yeah, you did it. You might've done it in the proposal, but you can also reiterate it here. You know, you can start talking about SEO. You can start talking about uh, marketing campaigns, website maintenance and care plans and, and seeding these ideas uh, in automatic emails as you're working on the project. So that is another good example. I know Jennifer Bourne is a really big advocate of this, and it's a lot of what she teaches actually in her client management system. Um, Profitable Project Plan is the name of the course, um, and I will link up to the episode of Agency Highway that we spoke about. 
this, it was actually episode nine. So it's a long time ago now, but it was a really, it's actually a very popular episode. So check out agencyhighway.com slash nine to get that. Uh, and yeah, I mean, we talk pretty much all about this and, and using automated communication uh, in this stage of the project to put your clients' minds at ease and upsells and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, number three of my favorite things to automate for agencies is getting feedback, reviews, and testimonials. So this is a kind of big topic. There's a lot of things going on there. Feedback, reviews, and testimonials. So um, I guess something I haven't really touched on here is how I'm firing these email chains off. And I actually use Active Campaign as my CRM and email automation provider. So uh, and I've got like a, I don't know the best way to describe this without showing you on audio, but if you're familiar with Trello or the Kanban style card view where you have lots of columns um, and little boxes in these columns that represent something like it might be a project, but in, in, in CRM terms, it, it's usually referred to as a deal, but um, we actually used Active Campaign. We had a special deals board that was essentially for stages of the project. So as someone signs their proposal, it might they might get automatically moved to the signed proposal stage. And then you might move them to a, another box when you start work, which could fire off uh, that the previous stuff we were talking about with automated communication. Uh, And then at the end of a project, we would also drop them into a project finished uh, column and that would automatically fire off uh, this one that I'm about to talk about with getting feedback reviews and testimonials. So um, one of the first things we would do is uh, ask about how the process was. So it asked questions like, um, how happy were you with the overall result of your website? How happy were you with communication? What did we do well? What could we improve? I really like that question. What can we improve? Because it, you know, it, it makes them be honest. It not, not doesn't make them be honest, but if you just say, were you happy? They're going to go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe they just a lot of people tend to do that, right? But if you say, what is one specific thing that we can improve, you'll get some really good feedback out of that. Um, but yeah, so, and the the automation point for this is that that might just be a form set up on your website using Gravity Forms is, is my one of choice. Um, but then, so based on them getting dragged into the um, I'm done with this column, like this project's done column, uh, it would maybe wait three or four days before sending off an email to say, hey, um, now that your website's live, just wanted to make sure everything's cool. um, And could you like shoot us some feedback um, using this form because we're always looking for ways to improve, blah, 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 blah. You write whatever you want in the email, but the idea is you're getting them back to that feedback form. Uh, Yeah. So uh, the important thing for the automation here is having at least one field that is a numerical value, like how overall, how happy were you with the results or whatever. So um, the point here is what you can actually do is then have an automation set up. This is probably in something like Zapier um, after a person has um, submitted a contact form that's, you know, maybe nine or above, if it's an eight, nine or 10, uh, you might fire off an email to ask them to leave you a review, um, whether that's on Google or Facebook. Of course, um, side note here, uh, you can actually generate uh, direct links to both Facebook reviews and Google reviews. So um, the easier you can make it for people, the better. So if, if they had get an email where it's like, oh my God, thank you so much. I'm so glad you had a good experience with us. Um, 
If it's cool, would you mind leaving us a review on Facebook and or Google, whatever your favorite platform is, and you can link Facebook and Google directly to uh, the place where they can type in the review. I'll have to drop some links in the show notes about that. I don't have them on hand, but just search uh, creating a direct link uh, to Google or Facebook, and there's there's plenty of guides out there. I mean, with Facebook, I think it pretty much just ends up being facebook.com slash uh, your page name slash reviews, I believe it is, something like that. Um, and then Google, you have to do some tricks like getting your business ID and then putting it in this special link. Um, but yeah, it's a, I'll put some links in about this. Um, what's next? So uh, another thing you might want to do is if they score eight uh, or like five to eight, you might send a different email. And if it's below below five, you might send an email to ask why, um, obviously. Um, well, they've probably provided you some information in the form, so maybe I wouldn't automate that. But um, asking for reviews can work pretty well. Um, just on asking for reviews, uh, there's, there's a lot of ways you can go about that. Like some people are very happy to leave a review with no incentivization, but some agencies also like to incentivize it in some way, whether that's, I don't know, a discount on future services. Although I've heard very mixed reports about that, like it doesn't work very well. Um, time and time again, I've heard, and in our experience, the best result has been um, cash, uh, like like a $100 Amazon gift card or a $50 gift card or something like that, whatever you can afford um, to get a good review. You know, that 50 or 100 bucks isn't a lot to get a really good review. So if that, you know, gets people across the line, then um, it can be very good for your business. Um, all right, what next? So we've so far we've done client onboarding, um, education and communication, uh, feedback and reviews. Yeah, so so that's why I lumped all that together, the feedback reviews and testimonials. Uh, that was because you can use like a series of automations to ask for the feedback and then based on that feedback, uh, collect reviews and testimonials. I mean, if, if you want testimonials for your website, you could always just ask them to reply to that email um, with a testimonial and, and you'll give them a link to their site or whatever. Although a lot of clients probably don't understand the value of a link. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it, it's up to you, um, but you can use automations to follow up and get reviews and testimonials for your site and your business. Okay, so the last one... Or actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna tie another bit into this one on uh, collecting feedback and testimonials. You can also ask for referrals. It's another good opportunity uh, to do that. Um, I mean, obviously, you don't want to bombard people. You don't want to say ask for feedback and then be like, "Hey, can you leave us a review, give us a testimonial, and send someone our way?" <laughs> uh, generally, you want to ask for one action at a time. Like, I wouldn't even ask for um, them to review on both Google and Facebook. I'd just say, "Hey, look, pick the one." You might even isolate just one and say, "Just leave a review on Google." Um, you know, whatever's more important to you. But asking for referrals is another one. So. Uh, referrals are obviously such a good source of business for, I mean, most businesses, but especially agencies. The thing is, uh, generally people will only be prompted to refer work to you if they get directly asked something like who built your website or, um, 
I don't know, like if they complain, if someone's complaining about a web developer, then they might remember, oh, I've had this great experience and refer work to you. Uh, so another great way to get referrals is to actually prompt your clients. So you could have an automatic email that goes out maybe two months after the, the thing's finished, maybe even less, just to say, hey, just just checking in, see how things are, um, you know, do you know anyone who might be looking for website work? I mean, that that's a pretty crappy example. I wouldn't word it like that. But um, just a little prompt in an email can make people go, oh, yeah, actually, I remember someone such and such was talking about this the other day and I forgot to follow it up. Um, maybe you should talk to them or and then you can ask them to do an email intro or something like that. So just prompting people to uh, refer work your way can go a long way. Again, you can offer incentives for this, like um, uh, like a, a headhunt, not a headhunt discount. Um, what do you call it? <laughs> Just a referral fee, right? So if, if it's a $5,000 website, you might refer, I don't know, 10%. It might be a bit too much. It depends uh, what you can get away with. You know, like if some people, some people really like getting referral fees. Uh, so if you can pay, like incentivize that referral somehow, it can... It can work well, um, but honestly, I've spoken to a lot of people who have said things like, I am just happy to refer work to you. I don't even want the referral fee because it feels it might feel to them like uh, it is kind of poisoning the referral a little bit, like making it for the wrong reasons, if that makes sense. So, you know, there's actually a lot of nice people out there who, who think like that and won't even want a referral fee. So, yeah, that's another possibility. And the final one I would like to dig into, uh, like a thing to automate in your agency, are client check-ins. So uh, this can be used in a variety of ways. But uh, let's say, I mean, the the most basic example is checking in after a website project is finished. So um, maybe every couple of months for, uh, you know, a year, you might send out an email that just says, hey, I just wanted to see how things are going. Uh, with the website, uh, maybe some updates. If you're sending this out to all your previous clients, like if this was a broadcast, you might just send some updates about, I don't know, what's new in the web design and marketing world or like, um, you know, a big one back when SSL certificates were all of a sudden, uh, you know, the Google Mageddon thing or whatever, when everyone with SS, without SSL was really worried. Um, a lot of people used that as an announcement to their client base to be like, hey, we can set SSL up for you um, to avoid all of this. So it's kind of educational and a potential upsell to your services. Um, so that's a good way to check in. Um, I've also used this in the past when for maintenance clients or anyone that's on some kind of uh, recurring thing, um, you know, you could send obviously personal videos or emails to people. So um, I use a tool called Bonjoro, uh, which is amazing for sending really quick videos to clients. It basically pops up on my phone with a notification. I click it and uh, hit record, talk to the phone, and it automatically sends that off to the client. Um, so you might fire one off the, sorry, fire off one of those every month. Um, but you, I've seen it automated as well, whether it's, whether it's just like a standard monthly check-in, you know, just wanted to make sure everything's okay this month. Is there anything we can help with on your website? These are for people on your care plans. Um, 
so you can just see like get make sure they're getting the use out of it you know because if people aren't actually using your care plan and requesting changes and stuff they might realize that they don't need that service so um you could be like hey here's some cool stuff you know you haven't used haven't used a task in a while um here's some things we can do for you uh, which can actually go a long way for retention rather than trying to hope they just don't request any uh changes but then they might cancel you know like it's it's actually in your best interest a lot of the time for them to be making changes to their websites to justify uh, your position and, and justify them paying you money. So yeah, automated client check-ins are an option and semi-automated uh, using a tool like Bonjoro or Loom where you can um, yeah record something and send it to them, say once a month or every couple of months. So I think that's it. That's all I really wanted to dig into. I mean, there's a kind of a bonus one, like uh, I've touched on it a little bit by sending announcements like that SSL thing. Uh, this isn't so much automation. This is more just like uh, email automation. You could send a weekly newsletter to your previous clients or current clients or whatever, which is literally just a wrap up of things that you think is, are important for them to know. So that the reason you would do this is because it's all about staying top of mind, right? This is for referrals as well. If you want people to re- refer work to you, they have to actually remember you when the time comes. And if you are uh, being like you're emailing them once a week or you're in regular communication, there's a much higher chance that they'll actually remember you when the time comes. And that's why I'm a big advocate of using weekly newsletters. Uh, This is something I've done for the um, content scenario, I guess, and agency highway audience for a long time with the Web Design Weekly. If you aren't on that, you can jump on it at uh, contentsnare.com slash weekly. Uh, And I've had a lot of people tell me that they've unsubscribed from basically every newsletter except mine because they know that it's going to have quality stuff. So that's what I'm trying to get to here is emphasizing that it has to be quality. You can't just send a crappy newsletter with stuff people don't care about and expect them to stay subscribed. Uh, People are very uh, trigger happy on the unsubscribe button these days. So you really need to have, they need to feel like they're going to miss out if they unsubscribe. So uh, the stuff you share has to be very, very helpful. Uh, And another link I'll drop into the show notes for this episode, which by the way, will be at agencyhighway.com slash 5353, because that's the episode number. Um, I will drop in a link to uh, my video series on my uh, automation website, jimmyrose.me. I've got a post and a video series about um, nurturing leads with a weekly curated newsletter. And curated is the the word I want to emphasize here because it Uh, it basically means you're picking out the best content that's applicable to your audience each week. So that's, that's the, the key to making it a quality newsletter. So yeah, that was the last real thing I wanted to mention. Um, it's like another semi-automated thing, but, uh, you know, as far as time leverage goes, like, uh, the amount of time spent for the bank and the ROI, I guess on that time spent, I think it's one of the best, options. Uh, And so that's why I've been doing a weekly newsletter for, well, a year. Uh, I mean, I think it's over a year now. So yeah, Um, that's it. I'm going to wrap up there. Uh, These are just, I just wanted to run over a few different ways, uh, automation, uses of automation for your agency. I hope that was helpful. 
let me know. I'm always interested to hear um, of some cool use cases of automation. So if you have done something you think is awesome, please email me at support at contentsnare.com. Um, and eventually I'd, I'd like to do a wrap up of some things on uh, jimmyrose.me, the automation website. So yeah, shoot me a line if you've got something uh, like a really cool automation that you've done. That's it. Um, Hopefully that was helpful and I'll see you in the next episode. Discover how to grow your agency, earn more and work less at agencyhighway.com. Head over there to get resources from this episode and full transcripts. See you next time. This episode was brought to you by Content Snare. If you're a digital agency or just need to get content or info from your clients, Content Snare can help you collect it on time and without enormous email trails. Give it a try at contentsnare.com.